You are Locked On Vols, your daily Tennessee Volunteers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Vols, your team every day. My name is Josh Ward. Thank you for being here today. I am excited for today's show. We're going to continue the conversation that has really been the theme surrounding Tennessee football over the last couple of weeks, and that is the recruiting momentum Tennessee has built. And we're not going to specifically dive into each individual prospect. We're going to talk about just what Tennessee has done to pick this momentum up and how that might help Tennessee moving forward. In segments two and three today, I'm going to talk to Steve Wiltfong of 247 Sports. He's their national director of recruiting, and he's going to stop by to talk about what Tennessee has done the last couple of weeks and also uh, Tennessee's efforts moving forward as the Vols try to continue to build in 2021. Before that, there was news that came from the University of Tennessee that does not make anything official this fall, but it does at least move us toward the direction of getting football this upcoming fall semester or this upcoming college year. I'll tell you about that coming up in just a moment. You will hear from Jeremy Pruitt as well, talking about what Tennessee is doing to prepare for the start of the upcoming season. I'm going to do all of that right here on Locked On Vols. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And today's show is presented by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, you get $10 off your first order at BuiltBar.com. If you go to the University of Tennessee's website, you can see the message that was posted by Chancellor Dondi Plowman. This was on Wednesday afternoon. And the message was addressed to the volunteer community. And the news that came from it is that President Randy Boyd has announced that all campuses in the University of Tennessee system, including the flagship campus in Knoxville, is planning to bring students back for an on-campus experience this fall. The statement from UT says it was a decision made in coordination with the campus chancellors. So Tennessee is planning to be back on campus with students this fall. Now, planning to do something and officially doing something are not exactly the same thing, but planning to bring students back is certainly better than planning to not bring students back. And there are a number of reasons why it is important to the university to have students there. One would be for the enrollment. I think that's pretty obvious. So Tennessee, in the statement, said health and safety of the students and employees will be the first priority, and the residential campus experience will look different this fall than it did before COVID-19. Social distancing and enhanced safety procedures will be part of the new normal, and the statement says they will continue to rely on health professionals and data to guide their decisions. So this is still a fluid situation, and this statement from the University of Tennessee does not automatically mean that Tennessee will be playing football the first week of September and that fans will be at Neyland Stadium. A number of things still have to either happen or be decided upon before they get to that point. But I can assure you, if students were not going to be there this fall, there would not be fans at the games and there may not be football at all. Coaches and and athletic directors have made comments saying, look, if we can't have students on campus, we probably can't have college football. So this does not guarantee anything. I should point out, while this conversation was going on, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine was on the Paul Feinbaum show on the SEC Network and said that right now he doesn't know what's going to happen this fall and he doesn't know if there will be college football. And he said that anyone who tells you they know is making it up and I'm not going to make it up. He said it's too early to know. And I don't have any problem with him saying that either. He's simply saying, I don't know for sure. And uh, that is the truth. 
I'm still going to project that there will be football. I also don't know if it's going to start on time or if it will be delayed. Remember that survey that Brett McMurphy conducted with the FBS athletic directors came back with the results saying, yeah, we think there's going to be football, but we don't think it's going to start on time. 25% said, yes, it will start on time. 75% said that it would be delayed in some way. Jeremy Pruitt was also a guest on Paul Feinbaum's show on Wednesday, and he was asked about everything that's gone on recently and what they're doing to try to prepare for this upcoming year. Here's what Jeremy Pruitt, Tennessee's football coach, told Paul about what they are doing to try to get ready for this upcoming season. Well, we're preparing just like we normally would. Uh, our, our staff, uh, obviously, uh, things have changed a little bit, but we've put together a pretty good plan for this quarantine. And uh, our, our staff has done a nice job uh, continuing to um, to to really exercise the plan and uh we're gonna we're gonna stay the course and uh whenever they tell us we can come back or whenever the circumstances change if they were to change then we'll adapt and we'll go from there and as we'll talk about here in a few minutes tennessee's coaching staff to this point has adapted quite well off the field and i know jeremy pruitt would rather be in the offices right now i know that he would rather be able to go out or have his assistants go out and evaluate prospects in person and be able to have face-to-face contact with recruits but the last couple of weeks say that tennessee's coaching staff has been able to figure out how to make do in the meantime in recruiting and that's something else that paul brought up with jeremy pruitt with all the attention on tennessee on the recruiting trail and, and jeremy can't talk about prospects specifically but he can talk in general about recruiting Paul asked Tennessee's head coach what it says about Tennessee that the Vols have had such a high level of success in recruiting over the last couple of weeks well I think it says a whole lot about the guys on our team uh you know recruiting is really a team effort with everybody in the organization uh but it starts with your players first um and you know being here going on to the third season, the guys that have been here throughout um, the last two years and the guys that we've recruited the last couple of years, are they're the guys that are really kind of heading up the recruiting front and doing a fantastic job doing that. And they believe in what's going on. They believe in the direction of the program. Uh, and they know who they want to play with. So these guys are doing an outstanding job. Tennessee's players, Tennessee's coaches, Tennessee's staff members, support staff people, They've all bought in, at least on social media, because word has spread quickly with what Tennessee is doing. Recruits have noticed, and I'm going to talk about that coming up next with Steve Wiltfong, the National Director of Recruiting for 247 Sports. We'll talk about what Tennessee has been able to do over the last couple of weeks and what Tennessee might hope to get done coming up really in just a few days with more prospects set to announce their college decisions. That's coming up next right here on Locked on Vols, which today is brought to you by Built Bar. You can go to BuiltBar.com and learn more about the awesome bars they have. Built Bars are tasty. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 16 amazing flavors, 8 chocolate nut flavors, 8 chocolate nut-free flavors. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. I know because I've eaten a few over the last few days, and I love them. Built Bars are also healthy, and that's important here. They want you to know the Built Bar is a great option for the health-conscious guy. Their bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, 
with high protein and high fiber. Like the peanut butter brownie, that's the first one I tried the other day. I loved it. 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, only 3 grams of sugar, and 3 grams net carbs. So here's what you need to do. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. Use promo code LOCKEDON, that's one word, for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I want to welcome to the show Steve Wiltfong, who is the Director of Recruiting for 247sports.com. Steve, I appreciate the time as always. I know you've spent a lot of time keeping up with what's going on with Tennessee over the last couple of weeks with uh, just a a huge run of commitments, uh, eight in the last week and a half or so. What what have you thought seeing this uh, run by Tennessee to get to now, uh, at least at the time we're having this conversation, 18 commitments in the 2021 class? How can you miss what Tennessee's doing, Josh? On April 28th, the Vols were sitting a modest number 17 in the 24-7 sports composite team recruiting rankings, coming off a top 10 class the year before in good position to try and do it again and fast forward a, a, a couple weeks, and now the Vols are up to number two in our standings. That's number one in the SEC. And there's a lot you can attest to that, but I think when you look at the coronavirus pandemic, what coaching staff was going to be best equipped uh, to uh, um, navigate the, this new this new um, uh, situation that we're in on, on the trail, navigate these new waters. Uh, you look at Tennessee staff and you see three 24-7 sports national recruiters of the year on it. We're only 10 years old. I don't even think we gave that award out every single year. So they have over 33% of our uh, national recruiters of the year on, on one staff. Uh, you would you would um, hedge a bet and say Tennessee's probably going to be all right uh, under these circumstances, and they certainly have. And uh, Jeremy Pruitt's a former National Recruiter of the Year uh, when he was at Florida State. Um, T. Martin uh, was a former National Recruiter of the Year at USC. Now he's at his alma mater, um, so uh, recruiting probably coming even easier for him uh, at a place he just loves to the core. And, and then Brian Niedermeyer was our 24-7 Sports National Recruiter of the Year two cycles ago. And Derek Ansley's always been considered a top recruiter, and they've just got just a lot of guys on staff that do a terrific job of connecting with these young men. And it's beyond just your status quo. How you doing? Just checking in. You staying on top of your schoolwork? Did you catch the Michael Jordan special on Sunday? It's genuine relationships. Uh, with these prospects and and also prospects buying into the vision under coach Pruitt and the staff of where this, where this program is headed. It's a team that had Alabama on the ropes in Tuscaloosa last year, uh, a team that's won eight football games in a row, a team that had a top 10 class and a team that's recruiting at a high level. You know, we'll see if they can take another step on the field this fall, hopefully. Um, but uh, you know, right now recruiting, is rocking and rolling because I, I think that they have a staff of guys that are just committed to recruiting. And, and, and some programs will tell you the lifeblood of a, of a football team is recruiting, but they just don't 
put in the same attention to detail to it that, that you're seeing in, in, in Knoxville and, and just a handful of other places. Steve Wilfong, 247sports.com. What do you like best about what Tennessee has done so far with the 2021 class, especially the guys that have committed uh, most recently? Brooks and Lewis would be the highest rated, I guess. But uh, w- what stands out about what you like about Tennessee's class currently? Well, I think obviously you start there with more difference makers uh, in, in the front seven. We've been trying to overhaul this roster for the last two-plus cycles, and uh, this is a group that, that can add depth now to, to what they've been recruiting. These are guys now that maybe aren't going to be counted on to be difference makers from the moment they step on campus unless they just earn the job because of the way uh, that, that they've recruited the past couple years um, but, but when you look at this class right now uh, I think that they got some guys that can make some plays at receiver uh, but last year's receiver class I think was was underrated one of the best uh, in the SEC um, when you look at Jalen Hyatt and, and uh, Malachi Weidman and, and uh, Jimmy Callaway and, and then you bring in these guys behind him um, I, I think on defense you're getting some guys that you're you're adding some speed uh, in the secondary uh, Dylan Brooks has as much upside uh, on the edge as, as any prospect in, in the country. And then obviously Tennessee has a bunch of uh, running backs committed right now too. As they try and find, uh, as they try and find some difference makers at that position. As Tennessee continues to try to build on both sides of the football, uh, what do you notice from prospects who are undecided, who are now maybe paying a little more attention to Tennessee? Of course, social media gets a, a lot of that. But uh, have you noticed anything in terms of the, the change in conversation around Tennessee with the Vols now adding players to the 21 class, again, up to 18 now for 2021? Yeah, so the biggest thing, and Coach Pruitt kind of talked about it recently you know, with his own players saying that the, the players uh, are their best recruiters. And now that they've been at Tennessee for a couple of years, they have good, relate, good strong relationships with their players. Their players understand what's asked of them and are believers in it. And, and, and so when they talk to recruits, uh, their, their take on the program is a strong one. But now that they have 18 commits, uh, it adds some peer recruiting help uh, on the trail. So, uh, Coach Andley, Coach Wanky, Coach Cheney, you know, Coach Prem, um, Coach Osavet, all those guys, when, they, when they're recruiting the top target, they may have two or three Tennessee commits just help, helping on the side, building relationships. And, and, and a lot of times these kids want to go to school with, 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 with people they know. And uh, you never know what inch is going to be the one that helps you land a commitment. And uh, having a big recruiting class right now and the peer recruiting, and we saw it with Ohio State um, and, and now – maybe with Tennessee, that, that peer recruiting is big and adds another inch to your arsenal as you're trying to land top targets. What do you think that means for the competition and recruiting for 2021? Because it's not like Georgia and Alabama and Florida and LSU aren't going to be signing really good classes, too. What do you think we're looking at over the next, uh, what, six to six to eight months? Well, now for Tennessee, they got to protect their, protect what they have, right? And, yep. and they're, still recruit, they're still recruiting some blue chippers. Um but but we know Alabama's going to make a move, and and I mean past history says they're going to finish in the top two. I mean that's where they've been the last ten or eleven recruiting cycles. Um, LSU's sitting back at ten right now. I think it's number ten as we talk right now. And and you look at the guys Georgia's in on, they have a chance to reel in Ohio State for the number one class if, if they can 
get hot and land some of these big time guys at the top of their board. So there's still a lot of big fish out there. And at different times of the cycle, different teams will have momentum. And right now it's Tennessee that has it. They'll hit a stretch at some point where they don't land a couple guys. So, you know, this is their moment right now and and y'all should enjoy it. And uh, this week's going to be another big one for them. I mean, they got some guys that are committing here on Mother's Day uh, that I think they're going to get. And that starts with Caden Salter. We can talk about all the recruits that Tennessee's landing. If they don't hit a quarterback, None of the other stuff really matters uh, unless they can get one on the transfer market or whatever down the road. I'm not saying they need one in the moment, but my point is, is you're only as good as what you got under center. And they landed Harrison Bailey last year. And uh, um, I think they have a good shot to land Caden Salter on Sunday. He's our number one ranked quarterback in Texas and uh, number four dual threat quarterback overall. He's in our top 100. And even though he's not the, he won't be the top commit in Tennessee's class. He makes that class look a whole lot sexier to me of saying, all right, Tennessee has a chance to continue ascending in the SEC because of the way they've recruited quarterback. Steve Wiltfong of 247 Sports right here on Locked on Vols. And we'll spend a little more time talking about Tennessee's recruitment at the quarterback position. Caden Salter, who will announce this upcoming weekend. Also Harrison Bailey, a freshman for Tennessee now after having signed in the 2020 class. We'll get to that coming up next here on Locked on Vols. It's part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Talking to Steve Wiltfong, 247sports.com. If you don't mind, why don't we talk a little bit more about him? What what stands out about Caden Salter's game? What should fans know about him as a prospect, as you mentioned, from Cedar Hill, Texas? Well, 28 touchdowns uh, passing as a junior with 10 rushing scores. I mean, he can beat you with the arm and legs. Good decision maker, takes care of the football. And we saw him this spring in some seven-on-seven before the pandemic shut it all down, and he looked like he was still developing and looked even better in in that setting than he did in the fall. Uh, He's still developing physically, uh, um, but he's a guy that uh, can make things happen in a variety of ways with his arm talent, and and you see it on film. And he would be a big coup for Tennessee uh, as they battled uh, Auburn and and Baylor, among others, uh, for Caden Salter. Hey, also, uh, Harrison Bailey, who you also mentioned, Tennessee signed in the 2020 class, highly ranked guy. Uh, what stands out, uh, stands out about Harrison Bailey's strengths to you? What questions do you have about him as now he is a college quarterback and he's going to be competing for playing time either this fall or certainly over the next couple of years? Well, he had a special senior year um, uh, at Marietta, helping them win a state championship. Um, and made a lot of big-time throws, had some big-time playmakers around him, and, and, and Eric Gilbert, and, um, and Michigan State signed his teammate, a fast receiver. Um, I don't know why I'm hurting for his name right now, Josh, but uh, Harrison was the engine uh, for Marietta and uh, took care of the football as a senior and, and really had some highlight-type throws. Um, and, and, and he's a guy that's had a microscope on him for a long time. He was one of the first players to – emerge in his class and, and and so I like the way that that he handled the scrutiny uh that that came with being Harrison Bailey and and if you're a quarterback in the SEC there's no scrutiny there but um you know obviously the question mark on him is mobility you know and, and so uh, there's t- typically a question mark on everybody so you ask me I, I think will he be a guy that can buy time uh in, in the SEC that would be the question mark. But, I mean, there's a lot more things you feel good about than question marks with Harrison Bailey. 
Yeah, no, Ricky White, uh, the uh, the player right from Marietta. Thank you. Yeah, yep. yeah, and, and that's a that's a school that, uh, of course, has produced so much talent, as you mentioned, with Gilbert and Ramel Keaton is is at Tennessee. Uh, so he was a, a guy in the 2019 class. Uh, do you have a sense of of how Tennessee is viewed right now with this staff uh, in the Atlanta area and just the the state of Georgia? Because obviously Tennessee wants to recruit there. Who doesn't want to recruit in Georgia? Well, kind of how we talked about when we started this segment, uh, they have great recruiters on their staff. I mean, they go into the state of Alabama and land the number one player in the state. And that's where Coach Pruitt's from and, and guys on staff. And Ansley has ties in, in that state. And, and I'm probably leaving guys out. I mean, Danny Stiff, the director of player personnel, went to Hoover High, you know. And, and so um, T. Martin, uh, Chris Wanky, I mean, Chris Wanky was a coach at IMG. Uh, uh, he's, he's been, uh, several places. T Martin's been out West. Brian Niedermeyer recruits, uh, the whole nation. Uh, um, coach Alphabet seems like a star on the trail. These are just guys that are good, good, fun people to be around from what I can grasp talking to high school coaches and prospects and parents. And, and I've spent a little bit of time, uh, around some of those guys over the course of my career. Um, and, and, uh, these are guys that even if they don't have a relationship, pre-existing and at this point they do all have a lot of pre-existing relationships but these are guys these are the type of guys on the Tennessee staff where you meet them once you're like man that was a good dude Steve uh, before I let you go have I missed anything is there anything that you think Tennessee fans should know or or pay attention to with what's happened or what's coming up Uh, you mentioned Mother's Day but just kind of big picture if I missed anything in terms of the recruiting conversation that's out there right now well I would just say look we've seen Tennessee recruit well before and I don't know if People in, in your market have said that. Uh, obviously, Butch Jones had some high-ranking recruiting classes, um, and, and so recruiting is just the first part of the process. Um, where I'm excited about Coach Pruitt and, and his staff, when you look at these guys, they they have a track record of being at other places that had great player development and, and, and teams that were successful. And, and so you, your hope then with Tennessee here is, all right, they've landed a top 10 class last year. It's number two this year. What next? The player development, you got, you're feeling good about it. You're feeling good about Jim Chaney. He's got a, a reputation for being one of the best play callers in college football. So you feel like you're getting these good recruits and they're going to get a chance to, to flourish because of the staff. And, and so um, th- that's kind of my, my deal. What Tennessee, I think, is in a, in a, in a good place from a staff standpoint to um, get the most mileage out of these guys they've recruited, but time will still tell. You know, eight-game winning streak, but I know that's not what Coach Pruitt and, and them are striving for as a coach, an eight-game winning streak to end the season. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to do much more in Knoxville, and, and we'll see if they can get it done here, but so far, so good. Good points there to close out on. Steve Wiltfong, check out the coverage, 247sports.com from Steve and uh, the team there. It's a busy time right now. Steve, I really appreciate you taking some time to join me and catch me up on everything that's going on. Thank you. And y'all be sure to be on Go Vols 247. Uh, Patrick Brown, Ryan Callahan, Grant Rainey, and those guys covering Tennessee wall-to-wall day-to-day. Appreciate you, Josh. Have a good one. Yeah, and keep booing Wes Rucker when he tweets out photos of his dog, too. Man, I'm so glad you mentioned Wes Rucker there, because <laughs> I can't believe I didn't mention it in my set. That's right. So, hey, yeah, uh, Steve, yeah, yeah. Good, good stuff, and, th- and thanks again. I appreciate the time. Have a good one. Bye-bye.
I appreciate Steve taking a few minutes to join me here on the show. Steve Wiltfong of 247 Sports. And on Friday's show, we're going to talk more Tennessee football, a little basketball as well on the show. Get you ready for the upcoming weekend, a weekend that Tennessee's coaching staff is hoping will be another good one on the recruiting trail. The momentum looks to continue. So I'll continue with that tomorrow on Locked on Vols. The show again today brought to you by Built Bar. BuiltBar.com is the website. The promo code to use is Locked On to get $10 off your first order. Thanks so much to everybody who has continued to come back to the show, who has helped spread the word to other Tennessee fans. Locked on Vols is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts is a big help as well. It's available anywhere you listen to your podcast. I hope you have a great rest of the day. I'll see you again tomorrow right here on Locked on Vols. Yeah.